Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for joining me for another one of my episodes today. Welcome if you are new here too. So today on the podcast, we have the wonderful Rebecca Rosson with us. So Rebecca, if you don't know, is a spiritual medium and best-selling author with more than 20 years of experience working as an ambassador between the spirit world and our day-to-day world. She is the host of the podcast, Small Medium at Large, which explores many facets of our connection with our team spirit on the other side. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. It's so great to be here. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so excited because we have spoken about obviously like spirit teams, spirit guides before, but actually I'm really excited to dive into obviously you're a medium. I'm excited to dive into your new book all about heaven. So I am so excited for this conversation today. But before we dive into all of your goodness, I would love to know a question that I ask every guest, Rebecca, is when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? So unlike a lot of people who do my work, spiritual mediums, I didn't know I had this gift until I was 20 years old. And so here I was living a very typical life as a kid, as a teenager, and I was in college. And it was um, my junior year of college where I started to go through a depression. And in that depression, I started to sleep eat, okay? So I manifested my depression through eating, but it was like sleepwalking and then eating. It was a nightmare. And so this went on month after month, and I was so confused, so desperate for help. So I I wasn't raised to be very religious. I grew up in a traditional conservative Jewish household. I believed in God, but I really didn't know what that meant. So mm-hmm. I just started praying and I just started crying myself to sleep every night saying, help me something, someone. 
And then one night my prayers were answered. Well, actually one day I was at a bookstore and I always use journaling as a way to process my feelings. And so I'm journaling my frustrations. And all of a sudden my dead grandmother who took her own life when I was just 10 years old, started talking to me in my head. And it was coming through what's called automatic writing. It was just the stream of consciousness unloading for an hour. And she just, between her and what she said was my guardian angel, which again, I thought I was going crazy making this up, but they said they were here in response to my cries for help. And they said that they wanted to help me learn how to heal my depression, heal myself from the inside out. And my grandmother, because she took her life and was severely depressed, she said, this is her way to balance her karma. Mm -hmm. And, and so you know, I thought I was going crazy. She said, I know you think you're making this up. Call your father, ask him these three things. Nobody would know to confirm it's real. So I ran out of the bookstore. I called my dad and sure enough, there were things in there. Nobody knew, including my mom. And one of them was he found her when she killed herself and she, and he never told anybody details. And she told me, and he said, all I know is you're talking to my mom and if it feels loving and helpful, continue. So I kind of needed that permission. So for 18 months, what I did is I did a mind, body, spirit healing from the inside out. And my angels and my grandma gave me all these tools. And that's my first book, Spirited. It basically is a roadmap for people to know how to do the same for themselves. And that we all have psychic ability. We're all born with the sixth sense, right? And so let me just add one more thing. So Grandma Babe said to me, if you do this work, you will meet your soulmate. And his name is Ryan. He's going to give you a rose. That's how you know it's the right guy. And his exact birthday at the time, this was back in 1997. And she told me um, September 24th. Okay. So this was back before social media, right? So my mom sets me up. I did the work. I was he healthy and pretty happy at that point. And she set me up with this guy. And on our second day to hit me, wait a second. His name is Brian Ryan. His last name's Rosen rose. So I went and dug through my journals. I found the birthday. I called him and I said, Hey, by any chances, it's your birthday. And it was. So that's how I knew I started to completely release doubt and trust. I was connected to spirit and that I tried to get a job in advertising a few years later after I graduated with that degree. It didn't work. So I surrendered because they kept saying, use this gift to help heal others, pay it forward. And I was terrified because back in the you know late 90s, nobody was really talking about psychics and mediums, right? But I surrendered. I followed their guidance. And sure enough, within months, I started to build a business. I was on the cover of a magazine. I didn't look for any of it. Spirit brought it all to me. I love that. And what a story as well to be guided by your grandma, guided by, you know, spirit to exactly find your soulmate. I love that story. That is wild. And I mean, yeah. it must be mad to think, oh my God, how accurate it was. And did he say like, how did you know my birthday? At oh yeah. For, he, thought, he thought, are you stalking me? Right. I'm like, well, kind of. <laughs> grandma is. Yeah. Exactly. I love that and obviously you mentioned your first book Spirited so for anybody because my my awakening story is very similar depression healing that you know without medication etc so for anybody listening who's maybe in those trenches of life at the moment who's maybe feeling depression is Spirited the best book for them to pick up or have you got any other tools of how they could work through that? So well I always say if you're really struggling always seek professional help 
Okay. Yeah. And I truly, unfortunately, am an expert in this field personally, because my dad died by suicide. My grandma died by suicide. Depression runs in our bloodline and you're not to mess around with it. A lot of us need medication to be balanced and need help. Um, but you can also call in your team in spirit. So yes, my first book's great, but my, this book, the one we're going to talk about is probably better. Um, because underlying the depression, there's a need, there's a soul on a soul level. There's something that is unfulfilled. There's a reason you're feeling the depression. So instead of just putting a bandaid on it, you want to get to the root of what is this here to teach me and how do I heal and balance this? Right. But I also believe um, with, you know, it's a mind, body, spirit combination to address your depression. So if you can get the help you need, both physically in this world, spiritually calling in spirit and then doing the work. Okay, that means making a practice, whatever that means for you to try and find a way to raise your vibration. Okay, because it's all about energy and you can't go from completely down and out and depressed to elated, joyful and in complete bliss. You just can't. So in the book, I talk about this emotional scale that you just got to climb one feeling at a time up that scale, reach for the next best feeling thought. So Mm -hmm. maybe you go from despair to you're moving to acceptance. And from there, you'll move into hope. Okay. So I think we need to be more compassionate and patient with ourselves in our process. Oh my God. A hundred percent. Definitely. It reminds me, I saw a post in my Facebook group today, actually, of a lady saying that she was doing my book and she was struggling to keep consistent with it because she's right at the beginning of her awakening. And, you know, she's feeling depression. She's having experiencing depression. She's experiencing all these things kind of going wrong. So like, why isn't it working? Like, why isn't the law of attraction working? And um, a lot of people shared their awakening stories. And it was just reminded me of that period in my life as well, when it felt like everything was going wrong as soon as I kind of got into the world of manifesting and learned about it. And, you know, it wasn't a case of just like, oh, I read The Secret or I read a book and instantly my depression was gone. Like, you know, it's so much more than that, as you know. And it is, you know, it can be a stretch sometimes to just kind of come across these books or come across a practice, whatever, and just suddenly feel like a million dollars when you've really not felt like that maybe for decades. So I think it's definitely important, like you say, to remind people, take it one step at a time, reach for that next thought, better feeling, because, you know, it's built in increments and it's built through sustainability. You want those solid foundations, not just quick wins and quick highs, because you're going to come down as quickly as you went up with that. Well, and the whole point here is we want to permanently change our set point or our vibrational default. And if you're bouncing all over, that's not going to stick, right? It takes time and practice to integrate that new vibration and hold it, like you said, so that law of attraction responds to that new set point. And and there's no rush. I mean, the human condition, the mind wants it now. That's our ego. But intention is so important. If you just have the intention and stay the course, you will evolve into that place. 100%. So Rebecca, let's talk about your new book then. So What's Your Heaven is your new book. And I would love to ask you, what is heaven in your eyes? What does it mean? You know, I think a big misconception we have in this world is heaven is a place. Okay. And it's not. Heaven is a feeling. It's a state of mind, just like you can be in a living hell, whether you're in a body or in the non-physical realm, 
you can be, you can create a heaven on earth in this world now, or when you pass away. And so heaven's a vibration. It's a feeling. And the heavenly feelings are the pretty obvious ones where it's peace and joy and connection and love and acceptance and all of that. And so heaven, we can attain it now. And so really this book is a roadmap on helping people holding their hand and walking them through what's holding them apart from their heaven. I love that beautiful answer and it's so true like what heaven means to us and experiencing that now not just holding it as this kind of like afterlife oh you know when I pass away that's when we experience it like you say it's experiencing it here and now and defining what that means to you what that looks like in your life but my next question I'm really excited about Rebecca because this conversation comes up so much in my work and I'm not an expert in it so I'm so glad to have an expert in it come on the podcast so I can ask the burning questions that so many people ask me about earth school about like why we're here why we go through the things that we go through so what is earth school in your eyes and how does this explain why we experience so many different things in life including traumatic events yes um so earth school you know is this physical 3d realm that we're in right now and we chose to come into this. We volunteered and we actually all chose our own specific lessons or life assignments that we're here to tackle. Okay. And we all have them. And most of us have anywhere from two to five really big lessons that we're here to work on. Um, these lessons are pretty obvious. You know, I, I created a quiz on my website. It's free if people want to take it to figure out, to narrow down what are my top assignments, okay? The book is also a way to walk people through what are they. But for some of us, we're self-aware enough to know the patterns we keep repeating. The family, um, you know, the patterns our families projected onto us, conditioned us with, passed down to us that we're repeating. Um, and so this book really helps people understand what those lessons are so that they can begin to work through them to heal and balance that karma. And for some of us, we brought it in from past lives. Okay. It's stuff we left undone. Okay. Cause we pick up where we left off. And for some of us, it's a combination of that. And because of our choices, okay, we, we made choices that have created karma and have put us out of balance. Okay. And so we need to start to choose from the frequency of light and get out of shadow. Shadow is our ego. And so this, you know, really it's about cleaning up your unfinished business, healing and balancing your karma so that you can create your heaven on earth. You can enjoy life. You know, we could see earth school with a playground, right? Life isn't meant to be a struggle. We can learn our lessons and be on the playground at the same time we're in school. It doesn't always have to be, you know, frustration and pain and struggle and suffering. And so that's a choice. And that's why um, it's so important. What we're talking about is to be in that higher vibration so that you can make choices from the frequency of light. So, so important. And I think the million dollar question on everybody's lips, Rebecca, is do we manifest everything happening to us? Now, there is such a division in the law of attraction sphere. Let me tell you, I get these comments on my YouTube. I've obviously sat in deep reflection on what I believe is true as well. But there's this kind of divide of do we manifest traumatic and awful things happening to us? Or is it soul contracts? Is it karma? Is it this earth school? So in your eyes, what are your thoughts and your beliefs on that? 
So my beliefs for what I hear from spirit all the time is no matter what, we are responsible for what's in front of us, what we have attracted to us. Now, for some of us, yes, we've signed up to go through, you know, traumatic events. Um, Some of us have to learn lessons. Let's say it's health issues. No one on a mind level would ever choose to go through cancer. But on an unconscious level, on a soul level, there's sometimes important lessons in that. And we recognize it's through learning through opposites. We recognize our choices over time, our, our anger, you know, withheld anger, repressed um, negative emotions, that dis-ease over time in the body turns into disease. And so sometimes we sign up to go through it to wake us up, to learn through the contrast. You know what you don't want. You get super clear on what you do want. And then you are able to make a different choice, hopefully change the outcome. But we do choose it mostly, okay? That's, we have soul contracts and we say, okay, how can I best accomplish learning this lesson of releasing anger and finding forgiveness? Maybe it means you have to walk that difficult path. But for some of us, we're, it's I call it random acts of chaos. So for like a school shooting, an innocent little child, you're like, how could they, you know, how could that be their choice? Well, sometimes mm-hmm. it is. Sometimes they're an earth angel. They're an evolved soul said, I'm going to be a part of a group exit point that I will take one for the team because this will, there's so many opportunities for healing and growth and, and good that can come out of tragedy. Look at the communities that sh- show up and come together, the heroes that step in, um, the wake up call. It serves, you know, millions of people. So some souls agree to go through that. But if it's a random act of chaos where they find themselves in the at the wrong place at the wrong time, that's your vibration. Okay? So your something in your energy has brought you into a match, a frequency match. So you're there. There's no judgment, good or bad, right or wrong. It's just you are a match to this situation, this vibration, this energy, so you're in that place. So that is what I have found to be the case. But through a soul's lens, there's no judgment. This was awful. That shouldn't have happened. There's no right, wrong, good, bad, you know, positive, negative. It just is. And we also, through a soul's lens, knows there's no death. Death is an illusion, right? It's energy doesn't die. It changes form. So the body dies for sure. But the soul is eternal. And so then the soul will move out of the body into the spirit world and then pick up where it left off. And for souls who died, you know, not by their choice, it's more the random act of chaos. They can- Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And then come back, re reincarnate right away. We can all choose to reincarnate, by the way. But some souls will jump right back into the body because like, wait, I wasn't done. I was just getting started. And so they come right back. Most souls, though, what I found is there's no rush to get back. It's kind of like when you graduate um, from 12th grade and you're like, oh, I need a summer vacation, right? When you get to the other side, you want to recharge, rest, reconnect with your soul family and friends. And then over time, usually after a couple generations, you'll reincarnate. I love that. And thank you for clarifying that because the amount of times I get asked this question, it's just like everyone, I guess, resonates with the different thing. And I think it's just great to hear that, you know, how I feel is obviously reflected in your work, Rebecca. And I think it's reassuring, like you say, to to know that, right? But for anybody listening who maybe is struggling to find acceptance with hearing that of, you know, your soul chose these things or it's soul contracted, what would your best advice be for people who are maybe struggling to find peace with that? Well, first of all, read the book, What's Your Heaven? Okay. This is just like a, a advertisement for it. I, I do a deep dive into this and it, this doesn't do it justice. And the reason I say that is I talk about, you know, I talk in depth about suicide in the book. Um, I talk about soul contracts. If somebody's like, what is a soul contract, right? It's the loose blueprint or script you designed with the help of your angels and guides in the spirit world. What lessons you need to learn, what situations you need to go through, okay, to best accomplish that. And it's going to help people better understand, okay, it's not happening to me. It's happening for me. I'm not a victim, I'm a victor. I can, it's all about, do I choose to own this? And okay, if th those are the choices I made, I don't like what I chose. I want to renegotiate this. And guess what? You can. Every day you wake up, every moment is a choice and we have free will. And you have the power to recreate, redesign if you're not happy with your choices. Okay. But um, it really does take you out of victim. And I think that's a great way to start. The other thing I would say is everybody has their own inner wisdom. All the answers you need are within you. And I know that's so cliche, but it is so true. What happens, though, is the ego, the mind gets in the way. So I would suggest if you're going to start somewhere, start with meditation. It does not need to be formal. You do not need to know how to do it. Meditation truly is just be. Maybe that's go sit on the grass in a park. Maybe that's go for a walk without any distractions, no music, no headphones, just breathe and go walk, go hike, go run, figure out moving meditations, stillness meditations, just get present. And when you're present, there's space for truth and wisdom to come about. And that's where you find acceptance and peace because you're in non-resistance. You're just being in the present moment. Love that. So, so true, Rebecca. So important. So what are the seven fundamental lessons we are meant to embrace and tackle in this lifetime? 
So I chose these based on, you know, my years of doing this and, and just the repetitive messages spirits bring through. The first one is I am connected. This is all about we are all a spark of source energy, the divine, supreme being, God, whatever you want to call it. It's that eternal light within us, okay? And it's helping people plug back into that. The second lesson, I am remembering. This is all about waking up to the messiness of life, your struggle, you know, all the whys is happening and and frustration. So you realize there's a rhyme and a reason to all of this. And it goes back to what we were talking about that you chose it. It's divinely designed. The third lesson is I am supported. I am surrounded. This is, um, I love this lesson, but it's all about your team and spirit. We all have a team, an energetic support system of angels and guides and dead loved ones and pets and light beings and ascended masters and on and on and on of these beings who we chose and chose us before we were born to cover us. Think of it like having the best team of therapists and advisors and counselors and best friends surrounding you and available on call as you need them. So I walk people through how to access them and what they mean. The fourth lesson is I am worthy. And this is a big one because what I found when I talked about, we all have lessons or top life assignments. There's about 30 or so. And that's what I have on my website with the quiz. I list out the most common ones, but I am worthy. Usually everyone can identify it. And it really comes down to, because when we are in, a, we have a body and a personality and when we're in our frightened parts of our personality, the ego, we, it's called edging God out ego, E-G-O. So you disconnect and then you start to say, I'm not enough. I'm not rich enough, successful enough, talented enough, good enough, pretty enough, thin enough, you, you name it, right? But that's just the illusion. That's the ego. Mm-hmm. And so I am worthy. It's coming back to knowing if you are born, then you're enough. And what spirits tell me, and this is fascinating, it's about one out of every three or four souls make the cut of getting into a body. That's how many souls want to come in but there's limited numbers of people having babies, right? So if you're listening to this right now, consider yourself worthy and you have a purpose if you're here. And then the lesson five is I am here to heal. I am here to contribute. So this takes people from the victim consciousness to co-creator of their life. And it goes back to, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. And it's for your own soul's growth and evolution. So the example being, again, why do I have this awful life-threatening illness? Well, so that you can learn the lessons on why it's there, what it's here to teach you, how to heal it, and then use that wisdom and pay it forward in service to others. And then lesson six and seven, I am learning from others and I am teaching others. This is where I talk about soul contracts, soul groups. We all come in with soul groups. You have your primary groups. Those are your people you're in relationship with day in, day out. Okay. And then you have your secondary groups. Maybe these are the people from your childhood that you maybe keep in touch with from time to time, but you don't see them every day. And then you have your third and fourth groups. And those are maybe the people who come into your life for a a week, a day. They touch your life, change your life. You change theirs. So I talk about we learn from each other and we teach each other. That's how we help each other to evolve. And, um, and so that is it. And then my last chapter of the book, I talk about share your notes. It's all about paying it forward in service to others, because at the end of the day, that's why we're here. We're here to help each other heal and be our best selves. 
so so important and I think I can definitely resonate with a lot of those lessons and I know probably a lot of people listening can as well so um, we will have to read the book to find out more of those lessons and do the quiz as well but um one question I have Rebecca is obviously you've spoken about obviously you know our soul lessons and our soul contracts but I would love to know our collective I guess go a bit more collective so what is happening in the world right now in your in your thoughts and what do you think we can expect over the next few years with you know collective energy and you know our soul's purpose and things Yes, um, this fascinates me as well. You know, there's literally the earth is changing. We're moving from the old earth to the new earth. Um, there's more light coming onto the planet. The if scientists have measured, like there's more, um, the vibration of the planet has risen. And so what that means is we are instruments and we have to get our instrument up to speed with releasing shadow to bring in more light, to hold more light. And that's where doing our work on a mind, body, spirit level comes into play so that we can be the light. We can be the change we want to see in the world. Um, and so what's happening is we're moving from a 3D existence to 5D. And 5D used to be just in the spirit world, but that's what I'm saying. We can bring heaven to earth. We can bring the spirit, same feelings of, of unity consciousness onto the planet now because 3D is all about separation consciousness. It's you against, you know, me, it's division, it's um, separation, segregation, judgment, all that frequency, right? And so we're waking up and the ones who aren't waking up who are in resistance, those are the ones who are dropping off the planet, whether by choice, taking their lives because it's just too uncomfortable. They can't keep up. There's too much darkness and they're, we're being forced to acknowledge the light, move into the light, you know, or their own stubbornness, resistance. There's having tragedy, people leaving, you know, that's what's happening. So the idea here is not to scare people at all, to excite people, to empower people, inspire people. Okay, wait a second. We can live life with grace, ease, joy, and flow. It doesn't have to be a constant daily grind and struggle. I want some of that, right? How do you do that? And that's the book. And that it's not just my book. So many light workers out there writing these books, speaking about this, teaching it. Find what works for you. Find who resonates for you. And then figure out your own practice, a daily practice to raise your vibration, to hold more light. And one more thing I want to say, we are perfectly imperfect. That is the earth school experience, right? There's no perfection. There's no right or wrong way to do this. It's about embracing that we learn through trial and error. Okay. And so try things on. If it works, keep it. If it doesn't, next, move on. Okay. But figure out what works for you to reach for that next best feeling that we were talking about, which in turn will over time dictate your vibration. Mm, I love that. It's so important because like you say, not everything's going to resonate with everybody. You know, I've picked up books, I've picked up tools over the years and thought, gosh, like everyone raves about this. <laughs> I don't feel any different or it hasn't given me as much as an uplift as this other tool has. So like you say, it's finding those things that fit get rid of what doesn't and you know there's plenty of choice now which is great because there's so many resources and tools and podcasts and books and videos where you know we're kind of spoiled for choice almost so um, yeah amazing important to remember um so moving on then because obviously 
a lot of people listening to this will be light workers. They'll be spiritually switched on. Hopefully they will be if they're listening to Spiritual Queen's Badass podcast. And, um, you know, I, I've definitely felt myself as well over the years of the heaviness of the dense energy with collective energy and like with everything happening in the world and all these shifts happening. So for anybody who is, you know, spiritually switched on and they're feeling the density or they're feeling that struggle of like, oh, when's it going to get good, Rebecca? What would you recommend? Well, so it gets good in the moment right now if you choose it, right? But we as empaths who are ultra sensitive to all the energy on the planet, we tend to absorb all that energy. And what I have found for me personally is I have to be really mindful of managing my energy. Um, the other day, I totally failed. I I I absorbed so much. I got really cranky and I kind of shut down. And I had, you know, I, I unloaded on my child and I was not proud of that moment. And I'm like, wait, time out. This is so my responsibility right now because I've absorbed all my clients' energy and all the spirits and all this anxiety in the world around me. You got to figure out how to release the energy and come back to your center. So it's about calling your energy back so you can do it through intention and prayer and meditation. But you could, there's other tools. I take a salt bath. I go out into nature. I went for a hike the next day. You know, anything you need to do, figure what out, figure out what that is to get neutral again. And when you're in that place, life does look shiny and bright. It's not, you know, gloom and doom when you're covered with energy. You know, it, it is a true gift to be a sensitive, to be an empath, to be a light worker. But with that comes responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's like a superpower, isn't it? Didn't they say that in the superpower films? Great power comes with great responsibility. <laughs> That's a perfect way to sum it up. Yes. Definitely. And, you know, like energy protection, energy hygiene, I think so important as well. And like you say, if you're especially working with clients and working with people, like you're going to be, you know, absorbing that. So it's important to, you know, I love salt baths personally. They're my favorite way to ground and, and being in nature as well. So I think it's important that we remember to prioritize those things because it's a good part of self-care too, definitely. So um, how can we cultivate authentic joy daily in today's world? You know, authentic joy goes back to what brings you joy. It's not a one size fits all. And figuring out more ways to incorporate more joy into every day. For some of us, it's hobbies we do. If you love to cook, you love to garden, you love to cycle, you love to hang out with friends, figure that out and do more of that. But things, what I would say is things that light you up, bring you joy, raise your vibe. That's what you need to incorporate And yeah, we're all busy and some of us have excuses. Yeah, but I have all the responsibilities. Guess what? We all have five minutes. So if that's going to make the difference between Gracie's and flow in your day or pain and struggle and suffering, it's worth that five, five minutes, an hour, whatever you have to incorporate more of that joy. So true. So true. And when we're in that energy of joy and, you know, whether it's prioritizing those five minutes, you know, not only is that going to fill your cup and raise your vibration and, you know, enhance self-love, 
joy is the ultimate creator as we know so it's going to create more joyful moments it's going to create that flow of abundance even for your manifestations so i wholeheartedly agree that we need to prioritize even those few minutes a day for ourselves because otherwise you know what joy are you creating if you're not prioritizing even just five minutes so i love that tip so important so my last question to you today then rebecca is what is one piece of life advice that you'd like to leave my lovely listeners with So this one, I think, really is a combination of everything we said. It's life's not happening to you. Life's happening for you and from you. And from you is the law of attraction, the vibration you're putting out, which we can determine through our feelings. So it comes back to find things that bring you the heavenly feelings, bring you joy, bring you peace, bring you connection, and do more of that. Amen. Amen to that. I love that. (laughs) So Rebecca, your new book, What's Your Heaven Then? What can we expect? I know you've given us some tips and tools already and some hints to to what's in the book, but what can we expect if we go grab a copy? This is a big book. And I say the book finds you when you're ready and you may buy it and say, I'm not ready to open it. And some people devour it. You know, I've had a lot of people already tell me that it's like a workbook. Um, One day I want to create retreats and workshops to help people work through it. But the book is going to give you an overall universal idea of why we're here, what we're here to do, how to do it, and how to walk out of, after you read this book, feeling heavenly feelings, feeling joy and light and love and peace. I love that. And we will put a handy clickable link to Rebecca's work and the book below so you can find that with ease. But Rebecca, where can my followers find you if they want to learn more about your work? Yes, um, I'm medium Rebecca Rosen on my social media. RebeccaRosen.com is my website and all my information, the quiz, the book, it's all there. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca, for today. I've learned so much from this and I'm sure everybody listening has thoroughly enjoyed it and enjoyed your pearls of wisdom. So thank you so much for sharing everything that you have today. Thank you. This has been amazing. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for joining Rebecca and I today. I really hope you have enjoyed our conversation. And as always, you can find a clickable link to Rebecca's work in the description below. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching, my videos, my books, or anything else that I have to offer, you can find it all at emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here, because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook, where you can join myself and other like-minded souls, where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fabulous week, whatever you are up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.